and Georgia so. I want to see. I want to see too. This is the Triforce Podcast. The nerdy news. You are correct, sir. He's a busy man. Says it right there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you were just being uh, intuitive. Some people are left twigs. Other people are right twigs. For a podcast, you're allowed to bullshit. Until he meets Darth Wick. Even though he needed a recall up, I thought it was great. Live for another podcast. This is Purge Hangers and Wall Hangers Media Network. Uh... This is the Triforce Podcast, and I'm trying to find us. Goddamn Facebook, you ain't never find me. There we are. Oh, I found Live us. Live for another podcast. And somebody hasn't learned to silence all No, no, no. You're checking to see if the sound see? works. Yes. Yes. This has been a test Such of the janging wall hanging network. Such an excuse. But... We're back, ladies and gentlemen. We have a dedicated uh, Perjanger computer. you got to find a better name for that than that. In the Perjangan cave. Yeah, so uh, we will... The wall PC. The wall P... Well, no. We'll think of a better name later. But we're here in the cave, and uh, we do have a great show for you, as well as uh, a lot in the gaming news and uh, movie news that happened over the week. Uh, of course, you can go check us out at pjnwh.com. I am Matthew Bigrow, the Madman. To my left is Steve Bigrow, Big Brother. And to my right is one Mr. Christopher Bristow, the old man. With our always vigilant, I'll say, mascot, hero of time, Link Diablo. And, uh, yeah, man, there's a, obviously we want, to go, want you to go to pjnwh.com, click about us. You can find our podcast. You can click on those little social media handles and find all where we are all at on the social medias. And all of us are up there. Even Big Brother. My bio's the best. Yeah. Short, uh, short, sweet, and to the point. And then you can go to Contact <laughs> Us. And you can see... Uh, you can see here as it loads. Put your name, your message, your email. Let us know what you think. Do you have an idea for an end topic? Do you... Uh, Want to be part of the Perjangers Wall Hangers Love Balloon? Let us know below. And uh, of course, we also want to put attention out there to a, a certain website that I am involved with, which is Rip Studios. Tales from the Moor, Unfortunate Deaths on, in, in Unfortunate Ways. More episodes are always pending in the wind. And uh, you can see Clean Shave and uh, Until Death now. Uh, up for your viewing pleasure up on the YouTube. Go to rip-studios.com and you can get a link you to both websites and of course, the Black Opinionated Podcast with Matthew Kennedy, part of the Love Balloon. You'll see him going live on Perjangers and Wallhangers. Uh, we do a multi-cast, I'll call it. That's what we'll call it. And uh, he's multi-streaming. He's loving it. It's our own uh, multiverse, man. Yeah. That's what we're doing. It's the Perjanger Multiverse. So you can check out Matt Kennedy. He's got the a lot of PJU. It's the PJU. The PJU, yeah. And he's got a lot of different people on talking a lot of different subjects. He actually did one today, which was, uh, you know, he had like a cam set up, and he's just talking about people driving and how horrible they are. Which, that is absolutely true. Oh, 100%. I concur, sir. Yeah, 100%. Everybody's the asshole except you. Every day. And, of course, we start off this podcast every week the same way with the nerdy news. I go through the thick of it. We start off with a very nice one. Scroll down. The meat of the story is in the tweet. 
because Westworld, HBO, oh, and yeah. uh, you can click that play button because it's a teaser trailer for season three. We just finished season two, so it's really good oh, timing. Awesome. Yeah, really good timing. It's this really good. So, with season three, uh, the trailer that HBO uh, released, it does say that it will premiere on March 15th, 2020. So we don't have that long to wait. It'll be coming in March. And here we see a lot of different information being uh, thrown out there. It's te- the teaser trailer has a bunch of dates and important information about Westworld's world, like political assassinations, world wars, and something called System Initiated. So... The new season is going to be just as amazing, especially with the the, the way they left events. And oh yeah, Dolores's role as ever as just this wild card in the series, really expertly well done, and I can't wait to see the rest of this. She was raped one too many times. She is not taking it anymore. She needs to talk to a therapist. <laughs> Well, Do we have one on staff? A therapist that she doesn't... <laughs> no, no, a therapist, I don't have a license for that. A therapist that she would uh, not have She needs, like... Herself. Yeah, one that she didn't make herself. She needs, like, Jordan Peterson or Bandler. Only Bandler, because he's... Somebody good. Magic. Yeah, somebody good. Dr. Bandler. Who do we got here? So, anyway. With this new series, I can't wait to see what happens. Um, but... The next story, I kind of hope that this one happens. Well, before we go on, I love how they subtly threw in the impeachment of the 45th president. Why is the camera about 10 miles away from you? Um, The camera is an H... Well, it's a 4K camera, but you're only getting about 720 right now, Josh. Uh, But it is... How close do you want it? Well, I mean... We got one. Yeah. We're working on it. It's a work in progress. We're good. We're good. As long as you Thank can you hear for us. your comments. We're you good. Let me see what that says. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. We're good. So, Bright actually may have a bright future. In the a bright Netflix uh, movie, Bright, with Will Smith, which had a uh, modern oh, world yeah. with elves and... no uh, uh, Elves and orcs, orcs and, and all the company all the of... Uh, and... A lot of fans That's are saying, bring me a dragon, bring me a dragon, do this, do this, do this. <clears throat> that that movie was pretty good. It was really good all over. Now, David Ayer, the director of the first one, he is set to be returning to direct and take over script writing duties for the sequel, which was greenlit two years ago. Comicbook.com finally caught up with Ayer and asked him if the st- sequel was still in the works. He said, still in development. We're working it out. Hopefully we will mount... Uh, we will mount that up soon. Oh, it's because Will Smith is working too much. Yeah, rumored to begin filming yeah. in 2019, but reportedly held off because of Will's schedule. You are correct, sir. He's a busy man. Yeah. Says it right there on yeah. the... Uh, oh, I thought you were just being uh, intuitive. But no. yeah, that, that as well. He is in People a lot of... Will Smith is in a lot of movies. He is. He has like... He, uh, he is the biggest, stuff. you know... Well, he's the greatest. Celebrity. Yeah, he has that animated stuff, though. I think the one with, uh, not with uh, Tom Holland, that's another one. There's a lot of animated stuff coming out right now. Yeah, he's uh, he's doing a lot right now. This story, I did notice because one Mr. Old Man turned me on to this way back, if you hop in the way back machine, years and years ago when the old man was less old. Uh, we we met up one night and we were hanging out and he showed me the first couple episodes of this series they want to bring back, which is Firefly. 
Fox, more importantly, Fox's president of entertainment, Michael Thorne, is interested. Is that the one in, about the guy who has the rocket on his back? No. That's that was Rocketeer. Rocketeer. Oh, okay. That's a different movie. And that was back in the 90s. I haven't seen either of those films. But, you Firefly, you got one season out of it. Michael Thorne watched every episode, and he was a big fan of it. Now, um... He's start, open for reviving the property, but it has to be for the right reasons. I so because he says right here, you're yeah. not going to get everybody back unless you do something like a limited series, like they did with X Files, which makes sense. Bring it back for an eight or ten episode miniseries, just so you can tell a story in that universe. Because mm-hmm. they gave you Serenity. Yeah, but that movie it killed Wash. It's like getting Dr. Pip when you want Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I wanted the left Twix, not the right. <laughs> well, it's a completely different process. I know what you mean, you know? You, some, yeah. people are, some people are left Twix, other people are right Twix. You're, you're a mounds. <laughs> <laughs> All men's have nuts. Mounds don't. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Multi-layer joke there. But... I really like uh, I like the premise of some old properties like this getting a, a, at least a chance at new life, you know, bringing it back for the people and fans love Firefly even though it only got one series one season. They yeah, that, love it. Oh my god! If you if you go back and you watch the um, behind the scenes stuff for Firefly, when they found out when they found out that they were the show was canceled. Mm. They were actually doing a funeral scene. Oh, as man. That last episode. <laughs> like, well, I guess we all know where this is. Yeah, it's a career much. right down there. But <laughs> he did say that all the cast, original cast, still talk to each other. Yes. The only way you're going to get them all wrangled up in one role is not saying, yeah, man, we're going to bring it back like Star Wars. We're just going to keep beating that dead horse. Nah, man, you're going to get them back by saying, look, I got an idea. It's a limited run. It could go off on its own legs, so you're only got to be involved with these well, eight or ten episodes. Right, if they do it right, all these little ideas that they wanted to tie into the Firefly universe, like games <coughs> and additional, you know, comic books to kind of mm-hmm. extend the story. Yeah, you don't necessarily need the actors. The actors were um, they're expendable. Not well, especially with not comics, that's a good avenue to expand the, the universe that a lot of different even games are doing, like IE Horizon. Go, you know, going back in and out of the worlds with different medias and, and challenging the audience to have an intelligent, uh, intelligent follow with the subject. Yeah, hmm. I mean, it's a good property, especially anything sci-fi. I always want, but he also said here before you go to the next article, he said that they originally. They somebody posed him the proposition of bringing back Firefly in some way, but he had the Orville, and he's like, "Well, I mean, we got the Orville. We can't just have you know two sci-fi shows on there at the same time." Why so, not? Whack. Why not? You can have twelve. Hollywood mentality, man. I like both. It's like saying back in the day, people who bought Grand Theft Auto weren't going to buy Saints Row. No, yeah. no, no. I bought them both. Because they're both good. I will watch them both. But then again, we're talking it's about It's not Fox. a 24-hour net show. If it was a good network, they wouldn't have gotten bought up by Disney. 
We will all be owned Disney. by Disney. Chew them Disney, up and I'm for sale. <laughs> and now it's like... For the right price. This is like the chewing gum on the bottom of your shoe saying, you know what, I would like to bring back that property, thank you. Uh, I'm just going to clean it off a bit and putting it back out there. This is more, <laughs> all right, if it's done right, then I would. So they're still being strategic about it, but I don't think you can really be choosy if you're Fox right now. Um, if... We should actually check to see if Disney owns Firefly first. Mm. Do research on rights? Why would we do that? That is that's an informative. We're a podcast. You're allowed to bullshit. I heard, <laughs> I heard, I heard Joe Rogan said it's okay. Joe Rogan said it's okay to bullshit, just as long as you're willing to back backtrack and say you were wrong. But all right, I'm fine. I'll do that. I'll bullshit all day then. But uh, while he's looking up that information, Star Wars. There's a lot of stuff going on here with Star Wars. A lot of people, first off, this fan-made trailer with Keanu Reeves uh, wielding a lightsaber, he pretty much chopped up John Wick footage, they said, and uh, passed it off as Keanu Reeves. But it does make you wonder whether Fox. they'll reach out to get him as Revan. Recent talks have said that the High Republic would be up next for the franchise. Some reports have said that the Knights of the Old Republic movie is still in development. Uh, Lita Caligridis penned the script of Alta Battle Angel and is penning the script for the KOTAR movie. Now, the KOTAR TV show is is, is going to exist, but in separate from the movie. So okay. it's still going to be canon, but it's not going to be anything important. Um, unless they tie in something awesome, like a different storyline. They, they said it's not going to be anything important. You give important. me this, I will be happy. Keanu Reeves, dual lightsaber, <laughs> you know... Setting this in the Old Republic would be good, but also the High Republic, which is, uh, it might also be still moving forward, takes place 400 years before the events of Episode 1. Uh, the Republic goes the Early Republic, the High Republic, the Late Republic. And we come in on the Star Wars franchise with Episode 1 at the end of the Late Republic into okay. what happens in the Skywalker saga. So now, taking it into the middle here with the High Republic into the late re late republic and how we got there that could be a nice movie you can see yoda yaddle because with their lifespan 400 years from you know it's really not episode one that's nothing for them so they're still winging jedi he's just a potty trained at that point you know he's he may be like i don't know if he'd be considered a youngling but he would be like 500 at that point then so he's probably okay. a young whippersnapper a young, right? a young man vibrant with the force <sighs> yep. Until he meets Darth Wick. <laughs> and he's like, fuck Diane. <laughs> Jedi Temple on Coruscant, I must go. <laughs> Not dealing with Why is he after you? <laughs> killed dog I did. <laughs> <laughs> Never kill dog you should. <laughs> but I would like to see uh, uh, Old Republic if you just give me the Malak Revan story. That would be a nice. This is where they came from, especially mm -hmm. with Revan being reminded of all the old Sith lords from the old Republic. Because this is like thirty-two hundred years that nobody's even talked about the Star Wars lore, and now that everything's reset from that's canon, quite, that's quite that's quite a coincidental thing that you're actually bringing up. Because the same thing happened. I don't know in a book called the Bible. Yeah, no one. Whoa, from, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? 12 to 33 in a matter of a chapter. Most, most of that was, yeah, it wasn't really important, you know. You know, nobody needs to know when Jesus started masturbating. 
I stand by that. Was that the last line? Yeah. So, with the next, uh, with the next story, it's a little bit of hope, but even still, I don't think it really matters if they get this back soon. Marvel Studios possibly got the rights back to the Defenders a little bit early to reboot the series. So, 2018 is when the divorce happened. That's when Papa Disney went and said, hey, I'm taking all my shit back, and moved out. And they left the clause. Netflix said, hey, here's alimony for two years. You can't touch that shit. So now, we're already in 2020. So this is the end phase of it. Even this year, next year, is when they're allowed to use it. Now, that would mean that they have something up their sleeve for this year. This article is saying that, the, as reported by the MCU Cosmic, it suggests that Marvel CCO, Chief Creative Officer, Kevin Feige, and his crew are already in various stages of development on projects that utilize characters from the Netflix Defenders series. Maybe a little WandaVision action where you see them pop by Luke Cage or Matt Murdock. Now, they are saying that you're probably going to see Daredevil and Punisher first because they were the fan favorites, which I wholeheartedly agree with. Give me more Punisher, especially if you're going dark with you know different aspects in the future with like Blade and Moon Knight. Give me that. Um, so, do you think, like, Marvel slash Disney said, hey, we'll let you keep some of the properties on Netflix if you just pony up the rights for a little bit longer? I think they probably just paid them off. Like, you know what? I'm doing fine without you. How about you just pay me off and then you can use it whatever the fuck you want? Like, all right, cool. Cash, cash change hands. We're good. Not talking to him anymore. We're good to make it. Sometimes you need a clean break. Maybe. You've learned that too well. Great things happen. <laughs> so, I definitely look, uh, look forward to that, as well as this story. Thor, Love and Thunder, adds Christian Bale to the cast. No, he could be anybody. How Man, will woman, he anybody. method act this? Good Lord, <laughs> don't make him an Asgardian. The man will literally try to be a god. <laughs> He'll move down to Mexico, start a cult, and they all fucking worship him and say, okay, I'm ready for the role. Just, uh, <laughs> how else will he know how to do it? You know, Unless he actually so he needs to, You know what? He needs to just take a step back from the serious roles and yeah. just do... Do a comic relief part in this movie. I mean, that would be awesome. He's going, and that would be awesome. But I don't see him going. Yes, that is what I need as a thespian. I need comedy. Although now he's going from Gotham to Asgard. In a manner of speaking, we all know Asgard's blown up, but we don't know what's happening after Multiverse of Madness with Thor: Love and Thunder. I think getting Christian Bale in there, really solid actor. He did great work. Talked about him as Cheney. We talked about him in a lot of different roles. Yes, and he's outside of outside of Batman. And he was a good Batman. He, you know, he was a really good three on my movie Batman. Oh yeah, he's probably three. (coughs) Who you got? Uh, What Keaton? Keaton at the top. You got under him probably. I'm honestly. Val Kilmer. No. I mean, I, I want to put, I don't know, that's kind of interchangeable right now for Ben Affleck and... It's Keaton Bale, Bale. Affleck. I mean, yeah. I I haven't seen any of the Affleck. Movies. I haven't seen the, the third You only get two. That's all you need. I saw the, I haven't seen 
The third Bale movie. Well, he was battling a drinking problem. So, but the two were. Batman I did see with him, even though he needed a recola, I thought it was great. He needed a recola. Where is he? Batman's got a sore throat. He's talking like this all night. What else did you expect? But we see he's not in the Marvel universe. Hopefully, he doesn't have to talk like this. But we also see Christopher Eccleston in the uh, Marvel Universe. Now with this movie, uh, actually, no, another story coming up. We see another Doctor popping up in the future news. So, with this one... Doctor Strange? Not the Doctor I was referring to, spoilers, but Doctor Strange. We have a bit of director, uh, another uh, case of director loss. Last week was Uncharted. This week is Doctor Strange, Multiverse in the Madness. Scott Derrickson has officially departed from the project. And he and Marvel Studios are amical about it. They say that it is very, uh, it's very nice between them. Creative differences. That's like saying, look. Yeah, but what actually, no, that's like saying when she says, we'll just be friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. Unless you're a dimwit, you know what that means. Leave me alone and go away. When Marvel friend zones you, (laughs) it's very weird. (laughs) Here's the thing. He's still going to be executive producer on the film. I wonder. So he's just getting a credit. Yes. I wonder what he actually did to get fired. I don't know, man. Probably disagree. I mean, that's a mind. very chewed up lawyer statement. Yeah, it's very. Yum, yum. A lawyer had a go at that. Yeah. Here's what we say. We'll give you. Your Here's payment. what we're going to say. If you You're now going it. out that door. He handed them a paper and said, Look, this is what I want to say. They were like, No, 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 no. This is what you're going to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> but this doesn't mean that it's a necessarily a bad thing for uh, Marvel. They've interchanged parts before. Okay. And it's worked. So I don't necessarily see this as a bad omen. But, you know, a lot of fans, they love they loved Scott Derrickson. They didn't film anything yet, did they? They sh- well, they're going to be filming soon, and they have said that this is kind of putting a pressure on the on the film because it's not going to be late, is what they're saying. Like this this film is not going to be late. They'll be fine. It's going to be May seventh, twenty twenty one. They still have plenty of time, but they got to start filming this year. Yeah, the yeah, pressure is going to happen. May twenty one. be like, all right, I'll do it. Yeah. But at least they they the director. Got himself fired before they started filming. Look, I don't think there's going to be any shortage of directors willing to take on this role. Well, no. directing well, Doctor Strange guy and Benedict Cumberbatch. What's his name? James Wan. James Gunn. James Gunn's busy, not Kevin Gunn. But <laughs> James Wan is probably busy as well because he's on Spider-Man Three, which is coming out this, and they're planning on filming starting up this year. They're mm-hmm. going to start uh, production on Spider-Man. So, a lot of different stuff. Um, this next one is Spider-Man as well. Spider-Man fans are freaking out over Jared Leto's trailer here for Morbius. Play that beautiful bean footage here. Morbius, I gotta tell you, after watching this trailer, I did not expect that I would want to see this as a film, even for, like, Jared Leto. Like, this looks really good. And who's Morbius? Morbius, it's releasing this summer. Jared Leto Dude. trades Joker for the Fangs. The story of a scientist who gets vampire-like abilities after seeking out a cure for his rare blood disease, and uh, which catches the FBI's attention. And uh, it's set to premiere July 31st, 2020. Matt Smith 
the 11th Doctor himself has a role as Morbius' best friend. So we're going to see a oh, Doctor okay. return in this movie. And of course, you know my policy. If it has anybody from Doctor Who, I need to support it. Okay. This, I absolutely support because I like him as Morbius. I didn't like him as Joker, but that guy, that is Morbius. Especially you start to get into this scene to where he's really showing he's handicapable. Regular handicapped person would uh-huh. be crawling around in a fucking hole in South America with looking at bat, cutting his hand looking for bats. This is a weird way to get your vampire powers. What'd you do? Well, I cut my hand, I drenched it under a, a fountain that popped up from the ground, and then bats bit my hand. And now I have uh, vampire powers. I like to suck blood, uh, especially directly from the aorta. So, same old, same old. What'd yeah. you do with your weekend? Yeah, from the studio that brought you back Spider-Man Far From Home and Homecoming. And there's one more special thing to pop up in this trailer. The which is doing a podcast right now. No way. Yeah, he is. So go back up. Go. I'm, I'm trying. There we go. We see a little bit of his vampire powers as well as uh, his crazy eyes. Okay. And then it cuts off before you see Michael Keaton. From Spider-Man Far From Home. That's the part of the trailer that... It, that that's really anticlimactic. Wow. But that's the part of the trailer that have people really freaking out about is Michael Keaton... Oh, good. Right here. Yeah. Ah, good. All genius. And Michael Keaton pops up in yeah. his role from Spider-Man Far From okay. Home. So, are they setting up the Sinister Six? Potentially. With, I would say, you know, especially with, uh, you know, uh, Michael Keaton in there. So Bring former Joker meets former Batman. Yeah, man. That's really and they jump ship ten to you. Well, not technically. Whatever. No, because this is this. Oh, and a Bloodshot trailer supposedly coming tomorrow. Um, they teased it today, but nobody's really looking at Bloodshot. But I'm really excited for the uh, for the Morbius, and especially with Matt Smith being his buddy Lucius Crown taking a pause from his series, The Crown, to do another person named Crown. Okay. A lot of crowns. Triple crown. Double crown. It's a triple crown score. This man so what's is, the penguin uh, doing? This story is not going to surprise anybody, but Matt Reeves confirmed that Colin Farrell is going to be your Oswald Cobblepot, the penguin, in The Batman. There's only one Edward Cobblepot to me. Oswald? Oswald. Huh? Oswald. Oswald. Isn't that the thing? Yeah, Oswald Cobblepot, not Edward. Edward? Edward Nigma. Oh, okay. It's not Edward? It's not Edward. It's Oswald? No, it's, it's, it's Oswald. Oswald. Okay. okay. Edward Nigma. Edward Nigma, yeah. Um, and technically there was another last name he chose before that, but we'll yeah. go with Edward Nigma. Okay. This Riddler's name is still Edward, though. I got them mixed up. Yes, but... Still, I still Farrell. think there's only one... One Slap a fat suit on him, give him a little, you know, fake cigarette, and, and let him the go. Guy there? Danny DeVito, yeah. he didn't really set the bar high. No hype joke, in, pun intended there. But he was a really good penguin. He was a good penguin. He was a really he good was a, penguin. He was you look good, back at that. He was a good Tim Burton penguin. Arkham, yeah. Arkham Games. Oh, yeah. yeah. Arkham Games had the perfect penguin in there, especially Arkham Origins. I still have to play Origins. It's on there. I, yeah. Family sharing on Steam. 
<laughs> we just let we just ah! Steve. Yeah. But I'm really excited for this Batman uh, film. I'm, honestly, I'm really excited for the first trailer we see for it. As soon as we see that first beautiful bean footage, that's when I'm going to know, yeah, I really want this or no. This is uh, Oswald, is that you? Um, but yeah, man, it's it's one of those things. It's still really okay. too far out to really start the engines for. But, you know, they do have a star-studded cast. In the next DC property here, The Flash. Director confirms that this isn't going to be your daddy's Flashpoint. It's not going to be a Flashpoint like you have seen yet, which is a good thing. So, director Andy Machete, no, It Chapter 2, he's going to be doing It Justice, recently confirmed that their film will get a lot of changes fans may not recognize, saying that a different version of Flashpoint than you're expecting. He also confirmed the goals to shoot uh, the film this year. Flash is set to hit theaters July 1st, 2022. Uh, better, better late than never, Flash, you know. But what do you... Re- I mean, I didn't know I was going to love the the CW's Flash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when they were like, oh, we're doing Flashpoint. And I was like, eh, you don't have enough set up for that. Like, I don't really know. But they did it, and it was still great. Especially yeah. what they did with this. So, taking a separate look at a traditional comic line is almost what Marvel has done to step the game up. You're not just copy and pasting, you're copying growing. Okay. You're evolving it to where this allows the idea to evolve, giving it, yes, this is Flashpoint. He obviously has to go back in time and fix something and then realize, oh, I really fucked up the timeline. So how that happens to where in the comic Flashpoint he loses his powers once he goes back into the future after changing it and then he has to get struck by lightning again and recreate the experiment with Thomas Wayne and it's a little old hat. So I do see them wanting to skip up parts of that story instead of just releasing some chewed up, mauled out recopy of what they think yeah, we don't want. We don't need to, you know, recycle. That's that's the word you're going for. Um Recycling is good, Chris, especially for our environment. So our next story, off of the flash, goes into gaming, kind of. Rob McElhenney, you may remember that he stepped out E3 2019 and announced that he was going to be doing a new show called Mythic Quest. So Mythic Quest, Raven's Blood... You can actually roll that bean footage there because you, you see a teaser of what's going to be happening for this show. And it's a comedy series about the a, a game company of the most popular MMO. So McElhenney plays Ian Grimm and the head of the studio who is an asshole completely. And apparently the one of the lead characters of the game. <laughs> little god complex much, but, you know, there he is. Main character in the game. Um, but Mythic Quest looks great. It's, uh, you know, uh, set to de- debut on Apple TV February. So uh, Ubisoft is a part of this, hence why we saw them on the, uh, the E3 stage as part of this game. Highlighting a bit of the game industry that you don't see behind the scenes and making it a satire. You know, really pointing out the flaws and bringing light to stuff, just like other satire comedy does. I really think that it's the Always Sunny crew behind it. You have Charlie Day, 
you have all the people that were involved in the All Way of Sunny and the executive producing and back work, you know, backstage. Here he's trying to smash a melon, and he can't. She makes a joke about me getting a real human head, although it wouldn't be human. So it's got that. Always, it's always sunny humor, satirical, and it's really, really funny. So I'm really, really digging this. Rob McElhenney is a goddamn genius from the area, at least the tri-state area. <laughs> <coughs> he is from around Philly. That's yes. what I'm getting at. So he's a Philly boy. That's how it works when you live around Philly. You just associate yourself with it. Yeah, yeah. Delco has been doing it for years. Trust me. So, the next story is a game that not many people would associate with uh, something that would be on your radar. It's a new world. It's Amazon's MMO. And a lot of people are anticipating it. The gameplay you can roll here is uh, pre, you know, it's alpha version, so it's since been upgraded. But mm-hmm. this game honestly looks amazing. Um, you see, it's a survival MMO. Crafting. You set up your fire. You have multiple people around you. There is a PvP and a PvE element. So with the PvP, you're going to have uh, like Siege Wars, which okay. gets in the later uh, in uh, the thing here. But you also see the different stuff for crafting. Crafting is very easy. Skip forward a little bit on the video. And you see he quickly goes out, finds flint, finds uh, wood, and then he's able to make an axe. Really quick crafting. Really simple. You know what you're going to build. You can gather together and make a fort with your friends and evolve all this technology, bows, arrows, swords, all these different great little archetypes for stuff that it could get really involved, you know. So I'm really digging what this game is showing with this trailer. And it's uh, taking place in an Atlantic Isle where ancient evil has turned 17th century treasure hunters into zombie-like people. Okay. okay. So there's that, too. Oh, that again. But here's <laughs> Don't the you hate here. when that happens? Happened in Camden and with never the, recovered. With the PVTP territory capturing, it does have somewhat of an Eve Online-like thing where you can schedule out, hey, we're uh, sieging your castle at noon tomorrow. Is that good for you? Actually, one p.m. would be better than you don't. Don't y- you don't want to go in an Eve online like direction because they're going to have player currency. Ninety-nine percent of the people who play Eve quit. Yeah, well, <laughs> they, they're going to have that player-driven it's, economy. It's not a learning curve; it's a learning cliff. <laughs> PV, <laughs> PvP wars. Character. Maybe you should go for another direction, like I don't tree know. chopping. You don't want to chop some trees. It's probably going to end up like... Uh, and scroll up the, the video. You can actually see when they're doing the siege. They have, uh, like here, there's blacksmithing and different stuff. They, you see during the siege, they can just plant, plant down powder kegs and blow up a wall. And they're, you know, terrorizing through this place. And you see, like, respawn points. The map is very... That's I know what their map. intention is, but you remember Rust... It's going to turn out like Rust. Yeah. It's going to turn out like Rust, because people aren't going to cooperate. You have to have some... You can be alone by yourself in the PvE and have fun. And yeah, like, yeah, if I can do that... Okay. All right. That's the, but reason like, why, that's the reason why... You know. Rule number one is people are dicks. So, like... It's true. Yeah, could you imagine what would happen if we didn't have the rule against murder? See, this works because people... You're in an office with your coworkers. 
And yeah, Gary's a dick, but you both want to get through and see all the stuff in the demo you're playing. That's why this works. So you're sitting in your office with your coworkers, like, oh yeah, man, we're really getting through this. This is great. Look, we set the power kegs, and we're going to demolish their little thing here and take what over the What does it do during the day? <laughs> when I'm at work, I work. This is work for them. Okay. When you're <laughs> paid for this kind of stuff, not okay. like us. That's when, and they were saying in the article that the combat's were kind of rather basic, but they may have done minor little tweaks and stuff like that to the system since the alpha footage. But what, what especially the hell for are they Amazon, they're just running around in circles for no reason. Well, it's a siege, so they okay. have to, they set the powder keg, more powder kegs, and they're gonna. <coughs> God, took him out with a spear, and they're trying to blow up their flag, and they planted stuff around the flag, uh, flag protecting. So now what they should have done is they should have built a couple more walls. That's what they should have done. There was only two in this one, which they blew through pretty quickly. Pretty quickly, I got to tell you. And then they won. Two hours. An hour and 59 minutes it took them to, be, to break into that place. And that's the kind of stuff that you can time out. Like, all right, got my whole clan together and we're going to raid your place around two. Actually, let's push it back to 2.30. All right, man, let's, that's good. If my kids got soccer warfare. practice. Let's push it to two. If only all warfare could turn out like that, you know? Like, all right, two thirty, we're having a war. Oh, really? Oh, good. Could you move back to three? Yeah, I if you found, if you found a good group of people on there, then it could, yeah. it could be that's like really, everything. That's really what's gonna, uh, what's gonna make that game. But Amazon is also linked to this next story, which is a new leak from Amazon have confirmed the next Assassin's Creed. This leak is from Amazon Germany, which titles it as Assassin's Creed Ragnarok. And they have uh, the Valhalla edition. Scroll down, there's a picture. Ragnarok, really? Yeah, man, they're going Viking. Just like Box art coming soon. The leak had wow. suggested in uh, Division 2 to where there's a Viking holding the Apple of Eden. They're going Ragnarok. Yep. The Valhalla edition, you probably get a plastic helmet. And, uh, it's and it will be only a, be 700 million hours long. And it will come with a plastic paperback. Um, yes. Which they're going to claim is leather. It's just like leather. I mean, okay. the the Viking thing is interesting. I do want to see them go to different places with this. That You know, like ancient Babylon, you need Japan, or... You know, Genghis Khan, you know, give me a different thing. But Viking is still good. You're going to get ship combat, which they okay. love. Yeah. You know, Ubisoft loves ship combat after... Yeah, but the last, the last the last two games... People really like ship, that. The last two games, the ship was really just a taxi. That's all it was. Yeah. He all was right. just like, so, I'll take you anywhere you want. And you can even say you're in charge. So, get off this <clears> fucking boat. I got a thought experiment for Assassin's Creed. Now, would you want Assassin's Creed to team up with Bando Namkai to do kind of like a Dynasty Warriors hybrid Assassin's Creed in the Three Kingdoms? Because you've seen them, we've seen Bando Namkai do it nine times over now. We've seen uh, Ubisoft team up as well. Um... If they really had a narrative that they wanted to tell in that realm, I think they could. Or if there was like a, a court-appointed legality that they must complete, like probation. Maybe they touch somebody. I don't know. It's the Me Too era. <laughs> then I could see that happening, but I don't really see that as a mainstay thing. But 
I mean, I would like to see Ragnarok and see what they do with it, especially with the DLC like Atlantis, which they did for Odyssey, uh, which was only 2,500 hours long. Yeah, it's a really long game. It's going to be Quentin Tarantino's moving into gaming, huh? It's going to be a long game, just like Hideo Kojima. We got to make this shit long. I haven't started it yet. And with the last games, we didn't fuck around. We each played like I played like a hundred hours. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was oh. still nowhere near getting near. I put hours into that game. That's <laughs> how I know. Like holy fuck, man! I put I played hours that game that for a really yeah. long time, but it really and we're not the only Ooh. ones that were discouraged by this. But this next story is also for Chris. Lord of the Rings game is being developed for the PS5 and Xbox Series X, and it's being been confirmed by Derelict Gate Entertainment as Lord of the Rings Gollum. <laughs> set to come out 2021, an action-adventure game set around... Did you get to be Gollum? Yeah, set around when Go- after Gollum acquires the One Ring, and the game will take oh, place okay. uh, before the novels and films. It's a very much prequel, and the first of many games that will come from its new partnership uh, with Middle Earth Enterprises. Weren't they actually doing a show as well? Yeah, with Amazon. And would that tie in? This is before that, because I guess Gollum... You know what would be nice? If they had references in the show about the the game. Immortal. Oh, there you go. That's the reason why, and it it corrupts your mind, which is the reason why everybody wants it. Acceptable. Side of, as far as side effects go, that's acceptable. Like, hey, we're going to corrupt your mind. Like, dude, been corrupt. Go ahead. Not like this. <laughs> yeah, that's how they get you, though. You're thinking, I can handle this. But then, boom, fentanyl. It's like, bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm not even going to go. Pull it too real there? All right, reel it back, reel it back. All right, so Lord of the Rings. They did great with the Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War series. So, focusing on a portion that, once again, doesn't have any solid... um, It doesn't have any solid... um, lore or, like, script that you have to do. Right. You know, he marks a dude in a boat, got the ring, and then he... Goes off on his merry way, and all of a sudden decides to wear, uh, you know, a little grass skirt and eat fish. Um, That's probably end game content there. The fish eating comes later. Giggity. <laughs> I got nothing, guys. On Talk about teasing. I don't know. Batman with Warner Brothers. Uh, Teasing another thing. Warner Brothers Montreal is the tease-all captain because they have been teasing this Batman game for so goddamn long now, and they did it on another brilliantly crafted uh, escapade here. So Warner Brothers uh, posted one piece of an image to its Facebook, another to its Twitter, and a third to its Instagram. And one Twitter user, Batman Arkham Videos, has put the images together... And each of the phrases, Tim, each of the phrases were uh, linked with the phrase capture the night, which is a police badge with a couple swords, an eagle, you got some talons in there, and that's all you get. That image. 
Okay. And that, that now we know it's linking to the Court of Owls. We know that it's going to be you're going to be able to play the Bat Family. But besides that, all we got is this shitty badge. I want that as a T-shirt. Made with the podcast. <laughs> all we got is you want it as a T-shirt. Badge. People in Delco are going to have that as a tattoo. That's very true. But it's very it's very much it's very cryptic. But just tell me something about the fucking game already, man. No, they're not Star Citizen. Star Citizen tells you everything. Plop it right out there in your face. It's like saying I'm going to send you a nude pic and it just being a piece of my forearm. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's my bare naked skin. Like, yeah, on your arm? What? <laughs> Bullshit. Tease. Not even any titty. <sighs> no bad titty. <laughs> <laughs> now this next story will probably uh, Oh wait a second This is the end of another Yellow legal notepad We're, we're 2020 man We're on new pads Yeah I wouldn't be saying that, <sighs> proud with that one. So the Chinese uh, Chinese, Simple Chinese rather Is now Steam's most popular language According to a hardware survey A hardware survey Okay, okay. According to Valve's December 2019 Steam Hardware and Software Survey. This is an optional survey that collects basic system configuration data uh, on a portion of Steam's 90 million monthly active users. <laughs> Ranging from what CPU you have to how much free space do their users have on their hard drives as well as language. Now, typically, English represented about 30 to 40% of its user base in the past. Mm -hmm. Now, that has since been changed this year with uh, simplified Chinese is now the language of choice with 37.8% of its users, and English is down to 30.4%. Yeah, I saw that. That's what the rise of China looks like. And that's with the rise of Chinese... PC gaming because PC gaming is blowing up in China and that is why so maybe they learned something from Russia I don't know China, but China Steam if, uh, if about 37% of you have Chinese as your basic language on there okay whatever yeah um, what where's Steam oh, where's Valve located in what what country US US so we were actually taking China's money. If that's the way you want to look at it, sure. I'll, I'll, fair I'll, enough. I'll fair look enough. At it that way. I'll, I'll call that as a victory. Next story. We'll take a win wherever we can. And uh, the next story is well, it's just what you thought. Page out of that book. Yeah, it's uh, just as you thought here. Sony, uh, keep going down. Sony unveil, unveils the. Uh, Whoa! What a logo! Oh, so oh shit! I didn't see it. Yeah, no, it's it's that uninteresting. But you know what? I'll I'll allow for the for the non-original logo, and it's gonna look like that up until like PS8, and then um, it'll look like that except it'll have an eight. Yeah. So they released it at CES, and they also released uh, what you can expect with the PS5 uh, hardware on the system. There's 3D audio sound, adaptive triggers for the new controller. Faster SSD to improve loading times, as well as ray tracing and Ultra HD Blu-ray drive. They really put a video about this? 
Yeah, but it's just linking all of Sony's regular properties together. So yeah, we know. We really, know it's just as uh, unoriginal as the logo. But but here's 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 what I will give them a pass yeah. only because of their exclusives. Yeah, their yeah. exclusives are fantastic. I will give them a pass. They're like the HBO of gaming. HBO, bar none, great titles. Exclusive titles that make you go to them if you want to watch them. Yeah, and then and then you're disappointed on the last season. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not disappointed with Westworld yet. Yeah. It's not the last season. That's very. But true. it was. It's really phenomenal and up then, until this point. Yeah, and Watchmen. We're going through that now. That's really good as well. And bizarre. What would you say this little picture is? Now, I would say, if I'm an uneducated person... That's a Switch. That would look like a Switch, but I would be wrong, because this is purely... Somebody else stealing Nintendo's copyright. This is purely Alienware flexing their muscle. They're just flapping their dick out. That's what they're doing, because Alienware had the idea to unveil at CES the concept for the UFO. Oh, wherever did they get this revolutionary concept... Uh, it's heavily inspired. Wait, me. I have one of those concepts right here. Yeah. They, they, I wonder where they got it. Yeah, it's heavily inspired by the Nintendo Switch, if you haven't noticed. It even says it in the headline of the article. Heavily influenced. But it's a handheld PC prototype. While Alienware isn't releasing hardware specifications or battery life, or even if this prototype will actually even be a real product, Alienware is just showing where PC gaming can go. I.e., this is how you make a console, fuckers. <laughs> Prototype runs Windows 10, weighs about 2 pounds, and sports an 8-inch 1200p display. Con- uh, controllers are connected through magnetic strips, and the screen has a kickstand. Where you scroll down, you can actually see the kickstand. Right Here's what the strips probably look like. If you want to look at your Nintendo Switch here, it's like that, but it probably it, it doesn't slide exactly it just, like this. It just snaps on. It doesn't slide. Oh. So it makes it easier. I have and there's one a of these little ever. alien on their controller thing. So it's completely different. It's not snacks. It's smacks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. It's not pop tarts. It's poop tart. No, we can't go with that. Anymore. No, you can't. That's why they didn't live. Why they didn't survive, but you can look out for that one um, if it comes out. But it's just alien reflecting their muscle. Now this story is something that it may be a little bit too late for, uh, you know, uh, what it its actual purpose. But Origin PC launched the Big O, and this is big. The Big O is a built-in gaming PC and Xbox One or PS4 Pro, whichever you like. It's revealed at CES 2019. The Big O is around $2,500. Comes with the the Xbox One, PS4 Pro. It has your choice of either an AMD Resin 9 3900X or an Intel i9 9900K. CPU with an NVIDIA GeForce G, uh, RTX 2080 Ti. Why would you that alone this? is a beefy gaming console. Mm-hmm, and yeah. then you just strap on a console to the side of it for no reason at all. Ever. 
And then you can also get up to 32 gigabytes of RAM, optional upgrades like the solid state drive storage upgrades for the consoles, as well as integrated video capture card. So for 2500 bucks, you can get that. I am not moving the, the page. It's like going all over the place. Crazy. So you can definitely check out that. But I, I, I mean, if you got money to bet uh, to twenty five hundred to burn, and you don't want to move yeah, between two locations, no. So I brought up this story. Come on. Yeah, you did. This is this was a touching story. This is finale. why I love the gaming community. The community as a whole. When you get into a you know when you get into a group of friends that you meet online and you. you Maintain those relationships yeah. through console generations. Like mm-hmm. I have a couple of them. That I got a couple. Corey Vance, who turns in, uh, tunes into the podcast, as well as Gareth Smith. I've met both of those guys through gaming and YouTubing, and YouTubing games and stuff. And great guys that you. I would imagine that if something happened to them or if it happened to me while we're gaming, they would do the same thing. So a Texas Is he playing game. Star Wars in the background. What games? Uh, yeah, that does look like Battlefront. It looks like it looks like Star Wars. Yeah, that's Battlefront yeah. 2. Battle so, Battle so Texas Battle gamer of Battlefront 2 sends police <laughs> to help save his friend in the United Kingdom. 21-year-old Dea Lathra suspected her gaming partner, 17-year-old Ada Jackson, might be having a medical experience. Jackson actually said, "Hang on," pointed the mic in over to bed. Hopped in bed and started having like uh, seizures. Yes. And then Daya ended up calling public safety in Shashire, a northwestern uh, uh, county out in (laughs) England, and told them that there's a person having a medical emergency at this house. The police went up, knocked on the door. (laughs) Parents had no idea because Jackson was gaming with the door closed. Yeah. And they walked up. Immediately took Jackson to the hospital where they treated the seizures, yep. and the family has come back and said to die. Thank you so much. So the moral of the story is enough. You know? never game with the door closed. Yeah, that's it. Don't don't game with the door closed. Is the and uh, don't yell the don't yell for them being gaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that actually well, saved that person's life. It brings there you go more to the point. That even in this day and age, that the gaming community is just that—it's a community and a community because you care about the other person well, to a degree. Depends on which game you play. If you play Eve, no one cares. No. Rust, nobody cares about. Nobody it. cares. Nobody no. cares. Nobody cares. That's the latchkey kid house. Nobody's there. Nobody cares. It's. I bet I met uh, most of my Xbox Live friends on Gears, Dead or Alive Four. Uh, and Call of Duty. That's so consulist. You've only met Xbox friends on Xbox. You're not 21st century. <laughs> Did you ask? We are console fluid, sir. <laughs> oh well. Oh well. No, I mean the ones that I maintain are the ones that, like you know, my my, my friend Jesus. He's in Chicago. My friend Axel. He's down in Florida. I did not know you knew Jesus. You'll know the Jesus. He really, the old man really does know everybody, man. He knows Jesus. Holy crap. I didn't even think about it. Okay. I should get his number. I thought he was a carpenter. They can't get paid that much. He's got a boost mobile, doesn't he? (laughs) (laughs) No contract. (laughs) 
Unlimited. There is one day a week. You have to watch commercials now. So that's cricket wireless now. Oh shit! <laughs> I change that fucking name all the time. I don't know, but uh, I definitely think this is a good uh, a good thing. Yeah. And uh, end segment. What are you thinking, boys? Oh, I'm I'm drawing a blank right now because it's uh, it's the easiest drawing to do. All right, Link, you're the only one that hasn't come up with a segment. Go ahead and give us a segment. I mean, I would I would honestly kind of bring it back to this discussion of what would you rather, Old Republic or High Republic for Star Wars? Do a versus there because with versus, you have this new Star Star Wars property. You already know they're doing Obi Wan. There's reports that they may be doing a Darth Maul series after that, so they have that kind of realm taken care of but where is it going to go from here would you rather the verses for this week would be would you rather the old republic era or the high republic era because um, both could give us that this is the well, Jedi you know, society before Vader and Palpatine in the game this the old republic was in the old republic well, that's just the era because that's like that's just the era four thousand years. But we have, but yet you, you don't have anything from the because it's high four thousand versus four hundred. Right. So you don't have anything from the High Republic. Any? There's nothing from the High Republic. There's nothing from. So the there you Republic. go. That's the one I want. Well, there's nothing from either of them, really. Okay. Well. Disney. But the High Republic is really up. not a lot. You know that the High Republic would take place after Darth Bane's Lord of the Rule of Two. Yeah. That's what kind of leads me to side with the Old Republic. It's before Darth Bane, before the Rule of Two. We could see a Sith Academy, like in Kotar. You could see a lot of the ancient you know, ways either way of you know the ritual of getting your lightsaber and making it yourself. Getting your Kyber Crystal. The Sith, you become a Sith because the blood of your Je- of the Jedi runs over the Kyber crystal and turns it red. That kind of a dark look on it would really make it nice. And I think the Old Republic would be that kind of primal stomping grounds right now, especially if you're looking at like, you know, uh, jet lag, if it were, on the franchise. That would kind of freshen it up because you could go anywhere with that. There's nothing in canon saying on what kind of story you can do. Give me, so I'll, I'll do you one better. Give me a Sith who wants to go through redemption, but then instead of becoming a Jedi, becomes gray. Okay, kind of forming the gray? The gray order. I would like that. I would like that even in like, um, in either era, really. Gray or, or Old Republic or High Republic. The High Republic would be interesting because you could get that, uh, you know, that cameo of Yoda or Yaddle. In the background, you know, maybe even have Darth Sidious's master, mm-hmm. Darth Plagueis, have a line there. I mean, you don't really know, you know? It's just one of those things where it's a little bit too fresh in that era to where I think you need to let that one ruminate. For a <laughs> let bit. it breathe. Let it breathe. And really kind of set your focus on the Wayback Machine of, hey, here's this era that you, not a lot of people know. Star Wars fans do, and they love it. You're going to love it, too. Here's this guy with amnesia. He's fighting Malik. Go. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I still want some elaboration on the Grey Order. That's yeah, cool. the Grey Order would be nice, especially since there's kind of like, you 
I kind of get a gray vibe from the Jedi in uh, the last trilogy. You know, the more, most recent one, I should say, the J.J. Well, J. Mean, uh, Rain trilogy series. I mean, because you know, I mean, you know, spoiler alert. Um, you know, Ray. It's been long enough. <laughs> you've had, you've <laughs> had your opportunity. You've I'm sorry. Had if you've, had, you've had four. And Yesterday half weeks. was the last day. You've had four and a half weeks. We gave you a month. Yes, we're good. I mean, Ray. You know, she did Force Light. I mean, yeah. and she does both powers. And it showed how a hairline off, like force pull for like I'm pulling this, you know, little shuttle versus I'm blowing it up with force lightning. And just the simple emotional state could change it. Uh-huh. It was really expertly done. To where if you analyze little bits, it really it, the move the film the the le- uh, the rise of the Skywalker is really good, really well done. We did a spoiler alert on it, um, but I, I like what it did for the franchise. You can go future, you can go anywhere in there, but I would much rather let's focus on shit we have we haven't seen. Give me old Republic. Future, you know, oh, Ray, she starts this academy and then, you know, uh, Pose. That's you where know, all the games are. You know, and, you know, Finn, he's a, he's a Jedi now, you know, like, eh. They like to give time and let that set up. It's almost like, all right, we've seen that in the beginning of this franchise. Let's you go gotta, back. No, before you go back there, you got to give us, like, 10 years before you put another, maybe 20 it was twenty years. Well, I think they're talking about twenty twenty two. Go back in that on that side. Stay this. Stay on this side a while. Stay yeah. over here. Yeah. Stay, stay on, on this the, side. Let's do some shit. Stay Let's do some background building. Yeah. Let's marvel this shit up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> really? You're Disney for crying out loud. For the love of God, act like you've been doing this since. Yeah. We don't know where to go. There's no real source material besides the years and years and years of comics. And graphic novels. Well, what are you going to do with them? Oh, I don't know. Maybe what Marvel did? You know, the company you own? Hmm. <laughs> hey, Marvel guy, you want to do a Star Wars movie? Yes, I shall do your movie. As it <laughs> the first Marvel guy did do a Star Wars series. And it is phenomenal. Thank you, John Favreau, the Mandalorian, now for streaming now on Disney+. Plus. Pay me. Um... <laughs> <laughs> For the love of God. We love the mouse. For the love of God. <laughs> right? um, but I really like the Star Wars. It's you know one of the ner- first nerdy things I can remember. And playing KOTAR just expanded my knowledge. And like, oh my God, this is what I, I loved about seeing in The Phantom Menace all these Jedi going mm-hmm. out, watching Clone Wars now, seeing the Clone War and all these clones having personalities and stuff, really humanizing yep. the series. And I love the expanded universe that they have set up. So if they bring in the Old Republic, all the fans are going to be geeking out just like me. So um, I'm with you right there. I, mean, I see the benefits of both, but I think there's more of the fan. Two and then well, KOTAR. I still play KOTAR, as you know. And then... Um, you know, now that we're, you know, family sharing on Steam. Yeah. Uh, they know. need to stop fucking around and give me Kotar 3. Yeah, well. <laughs> I get it, Old Republic. Fuck you. Give me old, give me Kotar 3. Anyway. Revan and the snake-haired bitch went somewhere, okay? They reveal that in Kotar 2. Show me where that is. Give me that whole universe. Or a game to fight that. That's what they were setting up to. 
Give me the birth of the Jedi and Sith orders. They oh yeah, that, but that would be awesome. But that would be before lightsaber. Because then they could do the, the Jedi, the Sith. They could have these two stories, and they sort of converge on Gray. Little jizz. Sto- the story the could focus around the Gray Jedi and how he's finding it. He's looking at the Jedi Order, thinking of the teachings of the of the Foundation. He's looking at the Sith because Sith that they were just Jedi. They just fell and went to the dark side. So him seeing both of this and being like, you know what? I'm going right in the fucking middle. I'm going to fucking drink booze, but I'm still going to use the force and be responsible. And call an Uber afterwards. <laughs> the responsible Jedi adult. Who's had only two DUIs and he learned <laughs> He learned to use He's the really force. cleaning up because... The I saw, I, so I quote, I quote my older brother. Like so I saw a post. He says, "People who let Jesus take the wheel usually end up on a tree." <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that is true. And uh, man, I yeah. think uh, overall, this verse sides with the old republic because that's what the fans want. And yes. on that bombshell, we end off this podcast. This has been podcast number 84 of the Purjangers and Wallhangers Media Network. We are the Triforce Podcast. I am Matthew Bucarell, the Batman. To my left is big brother, Stephen Bucarell. And to my right, Christopher Bristow, the old man. We want to thank all the bots for commenting. Any actual humans? Nope. Maria A. Carpenter. She like um, uh, move over Willy Wonka. No, the let's see if we got any. What was the human that commented? It should be imagine. trending. Karen A. Smith. I've heard this. <laughs> well, it's the same exact thing as above. It's too late. It's yeah, let's not give them. Any it's always almost too late. Yeah. Mixed now, are they Chinese bots or Russian bots? It, it's, it don't matter. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. It's going to be you, huge. Your podcast going to be huge. You just need to go check out my bio and pay me five thousand dollars. It'll be huge. It's going to go up everywhere. You great guys. Well, I. All of a sudden, the tr- uh, the SoundCloud trolls are trumped for all this. It's it's an it easy sense. go-to. It's an easy go-to. Yeah. But I uh, definitely want to thank out Matthew Kennedy for liking the last podcast, uh, podcast number eighty-three. Dodge means to avoid. No OJ Blazers. <laughs> Lug nuts is a great show. We're going live. We're thinking every Sunday. Uh, Doug Miller tuned in there for a little bit. Asked if you guys are live on a Sunday. Absolutely, Doug. And uh, you want to be part of the Projangers Wallhangers Love Balloon, man. You know how to contact us right there at pjnwh.com. Leave your name, your message, and your email. Find us on social media, uh, pjnwh. And uh, yeah, man. So and over the weekend, um, outside of the nerdy news, uh, Neil Peart from Rush. And Rush, uh, he passed away from brain cancer. He was oh, that's a shame. Um, big fan of you know, big play from yeah. WMMR. So oh, I yeah. missed my chance to see him live. Then. Yes, Ooh. he's not going to be coming on. Um, so he's not going to do like a, a hologram like they did. He's so not going to do like a, a Stones thing and uh, make a deal with the devil to live forever. Yeah, okay. you saw you saw the posts from uh, Preston Elliott from WMMR. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know. Kevin Gunn, not James Gunn. <laughs> Got to have that out there. Um, but I mean, absolutely he, he legendary will, drummer. He will truly be. Yeah, he really is. The world lost an amazing soul. Really did formative uh, sound 
that you didn't know you were listening to was this man in your in my childhood just growing up listening to Rush mm. and Limelight and you know Tom Sawyer and all these great songs and the masterful and drumming. Rushified. You know the master masterful drumming in Limelight. You know Neil Peart, you will be missed. So we do want to send that R.I.P. out a huge loss. Uh, Link will be just completely destroyed when he learns. And then on the flip side. Um, uh, I saw on uh, my friend's page uh, Amber she went into surgery today Nice. her final surgery she is cancer free good stuff and congratulations to her much appreciated Uh, she thanks you uh, and much love out there to her Um, it obviously helped we try to do what we can amen Absolutely. We try to do what we can, and we try to see you guys here every Monday at 7 p.m. You have anything going on? Now we've uh, got the Mac computer all upgraded. Got the uh, the uh, Aorus 24.5-inch uh, 240-hertz monitor on the uh, Gigabyte GTX 1080. So got that going on in the Mac computer yep. there. Um, nice, nice graphics. I know we're going to try to schedule some live events with the Game and DVD Exchange, mm-hmm. the A1 Beer Bar, and we're, I'm working on a couple angles as well. Um, mm-hmm. Also, looking at the, um, we're starting the work um, with the fundraising for the uh, MS benefit. Okay, that time um, of year again. Right? RP McCarthy's right. is <laughs> closed, so the venue will definitely be changed. All right. <laughs> yeah, different from the last one. Um, I'm going to talk to Kelly sometime. Unless uh, they let you break in. Uh, I don't think so. Probably not going to let you break no, in. No, I don't think so. Um, trying to find a venue uh, that we can host the event, hopefully for free, that will allow us to be there and you know, just uh, hold it for a night um, and you know, maybe potentially do a podcast, take the green Ooh, Maybe take it alive. Maybe do a little live cast. So we know. got a bunch of live op, live casts and live opportunities for you guys to come out and hang out with the Projangers Wall Hangers team, as well as be a part of it. Matthew Kennedy and Bob, obviously you're going to see him coming live on our Facebook page. He's multi-streaming there. You're going to see this podcast, as well as any uh, a lot of others, up on our YouTube page. Just search Projangers on literally anything. Bing, Google, doesn't matter. We are the only thing that will pop up. No, we're, we're not. No, we're not talking about you. Here's a matching no, video. No, 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 Google. <laughs> uh, you goddamn Snoopy machine. <laughs> Stay <laughs> out of my life. Remember, I'm always listening. Always. Oh, did you want to know about watching? <laughs> your every move. Carry me wherever you go. Hey, Google, fuck off. So, <laughs> obviously, our Google overlords are saying that this has been a long, drawn-out goodbye. I'm Matthew B. Girl, the Madman. Thank you, you guys, for listening and watching. And as always, boys and girls, game on! We'll see you next week. Bye-bye! This has been a test of the janging wall hanging network. Such an excuse. Is that the one yeah. about the guy who has the rocket on his back? No. Nobody needs to know when Jesus started masturbating. Good lord! <laughs> Don't make him an Asgardian. The man will literally try to be a god. So, so when Marvel friend zones you, James Gunn, James Gunn's busy, not Kevin Gunn. 
There's only one Edward Cobblepot to be. As far as side effects go, that's acceptable. We are the Triforce Podcast. Pizza. Pizza. Ending video. Ending video. Link it, Oh, Link, what are you doing, you little bastard? Oh, God. Bye. <laughs>